once again, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to AIW's The Card is Going to Change. On this week's episode, we talk about Double Dare, the two-day tag team tournament held in November 2016 to crown new AIW tag team champions. And before we get to that, with owners of AIW, Chandler Biggins and John Thorne, we of course need to give a shout out to our sponsors. First and foremost, always being fed by Angelo's Pizza, Angelo's award-winning pizza in Lakewood on Madison Avenue. Make sure you stop in for a slice or an entire pizza yourself. Also want to give a shout out to Smart Mark Video, who always records every AIW event. Download us, stream us, buy the DVD from Smart Mark Video. And then, of course, our new sponsor, Jack Prince. For all your printing design, logo, and any sort of apparel needs, head to jackprince.com. And that's J-A-K-Prince.com. And I got a promo code. Whoa! Whoa! Yeah, and studying these uh, these successful podcasts, I noticed that this is how... Uh, this is how business is done in the podcast world. You need to get about these promo codes, and people, you need to go and use these promo codes for us to get paid. Uh, so we have a up to $75 off your order from jackprince.com. That is promo code J-A-K-W-E-L-C-O-M-E-88. Jack, welcome 88. And save up to $75 off your printing order. How can they even afford that much? It's a, They're practically giving t-shirts away. <laughs> well, those voices that you heard were, of course, Chandler Biggins and John Thorne, the owners previously introduced. My name is Steve Guy. I am the chauffeur of this wild, crazy ride that we do here each week on The Card is Going to Change. Uh, you can also help sponsor, as an individual, this podcast if you go to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash AI wrestling and John I think we had a sponsor this week didn't we not yes we had a contributor who uh purchased a certain value I don't know I guess we do patreon wrong we kind of treat it like a fucking GoFundMe <laughs> uh kickstarter thing but I don't care uh it seems to work for us uh shout out to Jennifer Valise uh at Ladyfingers on Twitter Velez Jennifer Velez, Valise. Yeah. Not really sure the pronunciation. Tweet us. Make sure we said it right. Yeah. Let, let us know how to uh, properly uh, pronounce your name. Uh, I'm really bad with, uh, you know, reading. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but she did contribute uh, to our Patreon account, and every dollar contribution helps. Thank you for keeping the show on the air. Yeah, because we're barely staying on the air, because... I don't know if this. I don't know if investing <laughs> in all this equipment has, has shown to be a good investment or not just yet. We already broke two mic cords in Chicago. Yeah, on our second our our, our second uh, recording endeavor, we broke half the equipment. I mean, I don't feel like you guys need me, but maybe you do need me. You're uh, a lot of people say we don't need around. you. Yeah, I, 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 mean, I was reading posts today about how we don't need you. I don't think you do, but somebody's got to keep Biggins no, on. You got to keep Biggins on thank, track. Yeah, thank goodness Cabana was hosting the Cabana episode. Was he hosting? Because I thought I was the host. <laughs> I don't know. It sure seemed like no, Cabana was. He really, he, <laughs> he really kept things tight and on track because Biggins was going all over the place trying to fucking you were American everywhere. Pickers' fucking you were just, studio apartment. Yeah, you were just enamored. I'm shocked I even was on the podcast because I was trying to search the house. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, he fucking he had to search your pockets on your way out. You're trying to steal his fucking unboxing boxes. Well, on this week's episode, as mentioned, we are going to talk about Double Dare, the two-day tag team tournament, to kind of set the scene for you folks. Uh, way back when, the tag team champions were 
Hot Sauce Entertainment, Hot Sauce Tracy Williams, and Tyson Dukes. And Tyson could no longer, well, make it to the shows. We uh, we had to vacate the titles, and thus was the two-day tag team tournament Double Dare here Which in November. Which was another show that we had to add, just like Season of the Witch. I wanted to take a nice extended break uh, from s- September until, you know, hell on earth at the end of November and all this stuff just kept popping up and popping up and uh we had to have we had to have tag team champions so then we had to add a whole other weekend of shows yeah not only one show but two, two shows so that's double the money yeah that's what i was going to say as that's double the money lost it's not well, that, yeah that's what i mean ben, yeah, i didn't mean double the money coming in yeah, i meant people double could, people d- could misinterpret that okay well i meant double the cost yeah as promoters i mean that's i think that's my my first question to you guys to kind of explain to these people is you know a lot of people are going to see this as well it was another chance for them to make money they keep adding these shows they're going to keep making money but was uh, I the think, I, like it's weird sorry to cut you off but no, that's okay. it's weird with these double shows or uh triple shows we had the wrestler it almost seems like people are so confused by it that it almost seems like sometimes it splits like, oh, I'd rather go Saturday night. I'd rather go Friday night. So it's almost like a negative in some ways. Um, but, you know, it's easier for a tournament not to try to cram everything in one night. Well, and as a smaller company, is the idea of having wanting to have taken those couple of months off, that time frame off, because it helps you save money? You know, in the mind yeah, of people. Yeah, I mean, it's... you got like, to build the bank back up, and, like, we haven't had a chance to build that bank back up and it's been spread like adding all these shows have really spread us super super thin because the thing is is it takes money to make money and right. if we're running all these shows that's a lot of money going out and not always a lot of money coming in i mean you want to talk about like the the cost or whatever i'm pretty sure double dare weekend cost me my uh three-year relationship with my girlfriend <laughs> Uh, so that, that, yeah, this was a uh, whole other podcast. This was like a real depressing, like, uh, leading in the show. Cause Thorne's having girl problems. Uh, my, one of my friends who was an AIW fan, he passed away the week of double dare and he had purchased tickets. He had purchased tickets oh, and right. he was, he was literally texting me excited about double dare on Sunday. He passed away on Monday and like, that's hard to go into a show going, you know, Thorne's breaking up with his girlfriend. One of my good friends just died. Uh, hey, let's get excited and run wrestling. <laughs> yeah, like it's, uh, it, you know, like going back to that extent of the time off, it's not only like to build the bank back up, but it's just like to kind of like s- exist in the real world because we do right. have to exist in the real world. So like it's kind of a lot to spring on your girlfriend when you go from like, hey, uh, we're going to have like one show at – to like i don't know how many we ran like five like and not only are we running but we have two federations that we do the ring for that are never on the same weekends usually so me and him are doing every almost every weekend and then like a couple weekends ago obviously we taped in chicago and that was right after double dare so like yeah so, I, I can't I think this previous weekend was the first weekend neither of us had anything to do and it was kind of weird. Yeah, like it goes like so it's like not only do we have to promote these shows and we add all those shows but then like I also got to go out and I got to go out and flyer for the shows and I got to try to get sponsors and I got to try to set up these after parties and now I got to produce this podcast. Yeah. Uh YouTube, the DVDs, you know, everything. So like it's like a never-ending thing and like it kind of got to the point to where like d- Right after Double Dare, my girlfriend was just kind of like, you're never here. 
I'm like, that's it. You know? So it's kind of like, you want to talk about like the cost of like being a wrestling promoter. It's like, you got to kind of like gamble your entire life, not only your money. So, you know, that's, that's where we're at now. You know, here I am with this wrestling company and like, uh, uh, no, uh, no girlfriend and, a podcast sitting in a room with you guys. So. Well, you, have a, you have a Chandler Biggins. <laughs> it's a, it's it, it's it's a it, it's a bit of a reality check, you know. If, if I can actually throw my hat into the pity party ring too, if you remember Double Dare, I got a phone call. You got, you got fired the day I, I lost Dare. my job. <laughs> a half an hour before showing up to Double Dare. Yeah, so it's you know it I, was like a real weird <laughs> weekend, man. It's like a black cloud, man. Like honestly, you know, it's uh and. On top of all that, you know, before we even get into all the chaos that went into the show, you know, and all, you know, all these just kind of like unfortunate circumstances that probably surrounded all three of us, uh, you know, that that's the week the Indians lose the World Series in Game 7. So the whole the whole city is fucking depressed. Oh, I've never seen a whole city like just turn on itself because we had this show coming up on Friday and we're like, okay, hopefully, you know, the Indians aren't playing. Because day. Be, yeah, and like so if they would have so if they would have won, we would have won against the Indians championship parade, parade on Friday night. So we're kinda like, sweet, they didn't win. But since they didn't win, like everybody was just fucking depressed. Like yeah. like the the crowd was just like so unenthusiastic on Friday night, like a very very thin crowd because I th- I think people spent all their money on the Indians. Oh, so many people were at the bars or the watch parties the weekend before. And none of that is free, game. you know? Right, yeah. And, like, I don't, you know, I don't know if people are even interested in hearing, you know, these complaints or whatever, but this is the reality of, like, being independent wrestling promoters. Like, you have to deal with, you know, I know we talked about it on the uh, Season of the Witch podcast, just talking about, you know, dealing with sports. But then, you know, you know, you got to deal, you got to also juggle these real-life problems. And, like, it's just, like, you know, you're either, like, you got to be there to steer the ship or else, you know, it, it's going down. So it's like, yeah, like, does anybody really give a shit that I lost my three-year relationship? Not really. You know what I mean? Like, as far as, like, you know, wrestlers just want to get paid. You know, the fans just want to see a show. So it's like, you know, you got to go through that. And then, like, you know, he Biggins has a friend, that a longtime friend that passes away that week. And it's like, you got to kind of, you got to disregard that, you know? And because it's just like, and, and he was so tied to AIW. Then it was yeah. like, the last thing I wanted to do was go to a wrestling show right. where it would remind me of my buddy. Well, that's where your friendship, I mean, was started from and centered around was wrestling. Oh yeah. hundred percent. He was like, yeah. my buddy took me to ECW and like, I don't want to get too much into it, Yeah, but like, it's one of those things where it's so tied to wrestling that like, it's hard to disconnect and be like, okay, I got to deal with so-and-so's issues on Friday or whatever. Right. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, you gotta, you gotta juggle all these things. And like, well, I, like I didn't totally break up with my girlfriend double dare weekend. I'm pretty sure that was like that. And the the catalyst. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, and like, you know, the week that, uh, the week that followed, you know, of, you know, the going out and double dare weekend and like not coming home and like, you know, all that stuff. Like, uh, that, that just, you know, it takes a toll, but you gotta be a promoter and you gotta be there. You, you know, I have to be there at the show all day. I have to be at the after parties. I have to, you know, I have to be there for all this stuff. So it's just like, uh, you know, my girlfriend kind of got to the point to where she was just like, hey, you know, I'm just like, you know, do you do you want to date me or do you want to date wrestling? And it's just kind of like, you know, this is this is what I've done. And it's right. kind of like, you know, 
you can't you can't really choose that. You know, it's 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 a hard choice. Well, it's like what do you, what do you want? And like, and like this is kind of the story of my life. Like girls, girls will always be like, hey. Oh yeah, I've been you know I've been through how many girlfriends with you? Like a yeah, hundred. Girls, I thought Biggins was gonna say, "Yeah, I've been through how many girlfriends?" <laughs> no, no, no. But you know, Thor always has something going on. But like, you know, it's just like that's the thing. It's like you know, the wrestling thing's cool until like you have to yeah. spend so much. Like people don't process, right? You know how much time you got to spend on it. So then, it, like, it really, really takes a toll on. Plus, I think every girlfriend is uh, before Monsoon Classic. Every one of Thorne's girlfriends was a concession stand worker. Yeah, I mean, I would try to put on the work somehow. Yeah. <laughs> well, ladies, if I'm fragile right now, man, I'm I'm, I'm really I'm really taking well, this one if, hard. If man. you think, yeah, well, this podcast know. just might turn into a like a like like a psychiatrist. Yeah, session. Like, we think, need couches in here to lay on. I mean, this is you know, but you, if know, you people, think you can handle wrestling, but, ladies? But I think people would rather hear us tell the reality of the situation than go, "Oh my God, everything was great. We're awesome." Yeah, and, I mean it's it's not awesome. You know what I mean? Like it's, and how many wrestling promoters would have a podcast and be like, "Oh my God, we're number one. We're killing everybody. Vince, we're coming after you." It's like you know, <laughs> I I hate to keep harping on this, but it's like you know having that kind of like uh, foundation and stability of like a living girlfriend that was like there to hear and vent to, like that's gone now. So it's kind of like I feel like. Uh, it's, I'm going to go insane because it's just like now all I have is to dive into AIW and like I think that that is not healthy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like <laughs> you need to you need to have you need to keep like one foot out of the water. Yeah, because like you can't you can't go full on like totally consumed in independent wrestling because like the right. the reality of it is is like it's not that sweet of a gig. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's stressful. So it was good to have that. Kind and, of- and we both were like that at one point and I had a whole John Thorne from killing people at different times. So. Yeah, I mean, when I was in, man, I was, like, fighting promoters, and, like, I tried to fucking throw a guy off a balcony and shit. Like, I can't get like that anymore. Like, like when I was super fucking, like, all in on wrestling, didn't have a fucking job, like, let's fucking live off this shit, let's get serious. Like, I was, like, this is my fucking life. Like, I, like, I was literally... I. I chased another promoter and he dove on top of a cop car outside of a Monday night raw because I was fucking hockey fighting him. And like, (laughs) because it was like, this is fucking, you know what I mean? Like, this is like, it was my livelihood. And like, it was not, it was not psychologically healthy for me. So like, I realized like, Hey, you know, I need to have like, I need to be serious about it, but I need to like, kind of develop this pie chart of my life and I got to like keep everything separate and I got to have like a release. So like, you know, this is, we're getting real fucking deep on this fucking thing. I don't even know if we're going to get the double there, but, uh, but yeah. like, you know, that, that that's kind of the reality of it. So I'm like, yeah, you know, like I want to keep things kind of separate and like that's been working well for me. So like, but with all, having to add all these shows based on these circumstances, like, you know, we had to add the Gargano show that wasn't supposed to happen. We had to add the October season of the witch show that wasn't supposed to happen. Right. Then we have to have, then we have to add the double dare weekend that wasn't supposed to happen on top of the double dare weekend. We have to add two after parties to it because those after parties give us money and double dare was expensive. So it's just like all these things. And it's just like, that really takes a toll on your real life. And it's just like, you know, people don't really, people don't get it. Like they think it's just kind of like a, oh yeah, you know, like this is like a cool little hobby that you do. And then, you know, whatever, like it fucking affects your, you know, your entire life. Yeah. Quick shout out. Since you mentioned the after parties to the two establishments that hosted the after parties for us, 
and invite us in. Nax, which is in Brook Park, Nax Eatery and Drinkery, I yes. do believe is the full name there. Hell of a place. Yeah, our second time there since we did Jaylet Weekend there also this year. Uh, and Mahal's uh, on Madison Avenue as well in Lakewood, Ohio. They host a night two after party, which DJ Z got to uh, spin all the hits. And DJ Gare Bear, DJ Gary <laughs> Walters. Right. Yeah, Gary <laughs> Smart, Mark, Smart Mark, Gary. Mark Video. He fucking got on the ones and twos in there. You would have <laughs> thought DJ Ran was all up in the area. Right. And Papa Hales Eddie, broke he, down he, some dance. Yeah, moves. Papa Hales. And uh, uh, my favorite thing with Gary is he gets behind the DJ booth and he goes, where are the country records? <laughs> <laughs> And we're going back to the Mahals. Uh, I think that's going to potentially be like an ongoing thing. Um, I don't know if we're going to go there in December, but uh, Mahals was like really blown away by the turnout, which I thought the Saturday night turnout was going to be weak because uh, Friday, you know, on the double shot weekends, wherever the after party is on Friday is a guaranteed packed house because right. almost everybody's staying over. Everybody wants to hang out with each other and, you know, chill out so i thought that night two was going to be uh kind of a disappointing turnout for for the bar and you know we didn't even work out really a deal for ourselves because uh, they wanted to do a cover charge and i said don't do you know don't do a cover charge like yeah. uh just we made sure shima got paid a fee to you know dj or whatever and uh they were you know lauren from mahal's was ecstatic uh, and, uh, you know, they were like, Hey, we, what can we do to bring you guys back? And I guess we're going to, we're going to do some karaoke at the next one. Uh, I'm ready for it. They hired weird body on the full-time staff. <laughs> he is, <laughs> that, he, that's part of the deal. This the bouncer. is, this is, um, this is a fucking real life thing. Weird body, all 80 pounds of them is now the bouncer at Mahal's weird body. Definitely got bounced literally. Uh, at Double Dare Weekend, but we'll get into that uh, and, later. And back to our Chicago trip, we got to have Weird Body on someday to talk about the experience of 48 hours on the road with Weird Body. He is a weird guy. I want his perspective of 48 hours on the road with the, the two of you, just from just from the Weird Body perspective. I think that'll be fun. Well, let's get into... I don't know if we're even going to get to Double Dare, man. We're already <laughs> at the 20-minute mark. <laughs> well, let's, let's, let's get try into, to get, get, get the precursors of Double Dare. Okay, Okay, well, let's talk about these sixteen teams and how they came about, or even well, the people who well, were first off, to be there. but while I remember it, yeah. So the week of the show, we got all three have crises, right? Well, then the Devastation Corporation hit up Thorn and said, "Oh, I just discovered I have a broken neck." Yeah, I, well, I, I was like, it wasn't like it was like a herniated something in his neck, or I don't really know. I don't know if we're even supposed to be exposing his uh, his his medical. Uh, Situation, however, HIPAA. you know, uh, I'm not a doctor. I've never seen. We're not saying before. which one is what. So, but uh, we did on Tuesday evening get an email like, "Hey, hope this is enough notice. Can't make it." <laughs> and like, <laughs> we had specifically booked them to go pretty far in the tournament because they're big. We specifically booked them to match up with guys like Crime Time because if I know anything about the W, the ex WWE, it guys, ain't gonna work for me, brother. It ain't gonna work for me, brother. If you're a five foot seven indie guy, most of the time, you know what I mean. Like, right. Uh, you know these guys are fucking big dudes, pretty jacked, and I just know that it's. Uh, you know, I don't know if that's gonna work for me, brother. You know, <laughs> so like we're we're trying to we're trying to be, you know, just like ahead of the curve on that problem. So we're like, oh man, like the Devastation Corporation, they're not gonna have these dudes are fucking huge. You know, 
they're gonna because crime time spoiler alert was only booked for one night uh <laughs> because originally they were booked only for one night and we were gonna split them with a promoter on saturday but just like mm. every other time that we try to work with another promoter it goes to shit and that promoter canceled, so then Crime Time are like, we're available, but we had already booked our flights and everything. Yeah. So and like we had the tournament kind of worked out and booked like well far in advance. So it's just like, fuck, like on two days notice, like who are we going to get that is not booked? Because whoever was wrestling Crime Time needed to advance. Right. And the way it was booked was they were going to advance against the headhunters. So like uh, the Devastation Corporation was actually supposed to get like a hot fucking run through the tournament. Not, I, I won't say if the you know if the finish changed or not either way, but they were gonna go head to head with Crime Time, and they were to go toe to toe with the Headhunters. Um, and by finish, you mean whoever was the better men in the ring. Yeah, finish. Uh, I forgot. I'm not not supposed to break kayfabe on this. Real inside baseball on this thing. Yeah. So uh, that was kind of like. Uh, Fuck, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, just like, like I said, to just add on to like the stress of everything going on. It's just like, who the fuck am I going to get like that is not booked on a Saturday night? You know what I mean? Like on Friday and Saturday. But right. But Saturday, Fridays are usually okay, But Saturday is like, that's the tricky day, you know, because everybody fucking runs shows. And it, it, it was always like we would check with different tag teams and one would be available, but the other one couldn't. Or, like, they were only available, like he was saying, one day. Like, anybody we checked with for those last, like, two days, it went nowhere. Yeah, so, like, it was fucking, uh, it, it was just, like, such a, like, oh, fuck. Like, this is just really adding to the fucking week of shit already. And we're three days away from the show, you know what I mean? And just, like, what the fuck do we do? And, like, it's just, like... All we have is students at this point, you know, and we, you know, we're just like, fuck, you know, we know people aren't going to be fucking super fucking amped about that because we really tried to put together like a really, you know, kind of like star studded, well-rounded, you know, 16 teams uh, of kind of like, you know, we worked with like we brought in like a ton of people we never even worked with before just just based on we wanted to give it a variety and not be just, you know, the AIW crew. We wanted to give it like a big a big show, big weekend feel. So, you know, we wanted to bring in all these kind of outside teams and then, you know, also, you know, kind of reestablish our tag division. And, you know, if people did good, try to figure out ways to bring them back. And, you know, it, it, it had, you know, multiple purposes. So it's just like, who the, who do we find that is going to be suitable on this short of notice that isn't going to require flight, isn't going to be super expensive. Um, so, you know, we we're just like, you know, fuck, you know, I guess let's let's two you know get two of our students together uh, who are heels and you know people fucking hate already. <laughs> like you know, <laughs> let's just really fucking you know let's really disappoint them. <laughs> Enter Doctor Dan Daniel Z Rockingham and uh, Brian Carson as yeah. a tag team. And uh, you know, also on the flip side of that, like you know, to go back, they are products of our school, and you do. You know, you do got to get them that experience. And, you know, working with two former WWE guys, you know, that's a hell of a fucking, that's a he- right. hell of a crash course. You know and what I mean? And the headhunters the next day. <laughs> well, yeah, they kind of fucking that's, fell. They kind of fell into a crash like, course. <laughs> they kind of fell into like a fucking pile of shit with that. You know what well, I mean? Well, you know what's funny is like we tell them, 
Okay, you got crime time. Oh, great. That's great. You know, we love crime time. And then we're like, yeah. And then the next day you work the headhunters. And they're like, who? <laughs> well, and then we tell them. And then they meet them on Friday. And I've never seen two guys more scared. Yeah, they were fucking. Because the headhunters are the real deal. I mean, and we'll probably get it in all yeah, that. Yeah, they're legit. Well, I got a feeling this is going to be a two-parter. I'm just saying that Absolutely. right now. Well, let's talk about. Let's kind of like lead into double there. And then let's like really dive yeah, into it. Who are the tag teams? Because uh, you guys put out feelers for a while for this. And there were a lot of people that you reached out oh, to. Yeah, we probably got to what? 200 emails. Yeah. Who didn't on make one, it to on double one day? There. Like, I mean, well, there's like, there was like a ton of like misspelled emails. Like, Hey, you should bring, you know, big Jim to the fucking oh. double there. Yeah, this is going to be a two-parter because we could probably do a whole episode just on these emails. I would say one out of ten was professional enough to, like, maybe push it to the next level. Like, let's say we have, like, a tiered ladder system of, like, yeah. you know, you move up you move up a different level. Most of these emails, like he was saying, it's like, book my tag team. It's me and Jimmy. <laughs> or, like, they don't even know what they're emailing for. They're just like, I heard hey, you want tag teams. Hey, y'all want to book somebody? And it's just like, I, you know. No information. Y'all want me for the tag <laughs> tournament? Yeah. Like, it, it was just, there were so many people. And there was a lot, of, like, we did discover a lot of teams that didn't make the cut that we wanted to bring in. Uh, it's just like, you know, by it, it, it was almost like, you know, we've talked about the JLIP before. It was just like, kind of like, a science of tons of moving parts. You know, there was, uh, there was teams like, uh, you know, cutie and the beast. We were really high on them. Uh, you know, they came high. Oh, the, yeah. we we were high on them, but then we also discovered there's about 35 other and the be- beast tag teams. beauty and the beast tag teams. <laughs> there just something in the beast there. We got, I mean, no joke. We got like probably at least 10 different and the beast <laughs> suggestions. Uh, but uh, you know, really am for that Beauty and the Beast uh, remake that came out this year. But specifically, the QD and the Beast guys yeah. were like really highly, you know, recommended by other people too. Um, you know, uh, I would say uh, we, you know, EYFBO was really recommended by uh, Drew Cordero Beyond Wrestling, and they sent a tag team match against these guys named the Private Party who are two, like, PA guys that are uh, up-and-comers. And I was super impressed with it, and they got on. They moved up, the, like, multiple levels, but it just didn't, you know, with space and everything. But, uh, like, these emails we were getting. And then my favorite is, if you're going to send a demo, send a demo reel and be like, this is our tag team of, like, their best stuff. Yeah. We were getting matches where I couldn't dis- determine who the four guys in the ring were. The it, one was taken about, I would say, approximately 500 feet away at a, a snack bar concession stand. One was filmed with all the lights off and one light, like a fluorescent light above the ring. It was a custom. No, it was, there was a crowd there like of about 40 people. But literally, you could not see them wrestling. It was so dark. And then, like, you're going to send that to a promoter? I I've actually just went back into the Adobe Facebook and I found what I believe is my favorite message. Here's the correspondence. Can I get involved in your Double Dare Tag Team Tournament? Add up your response. Please send some footage. I'm sorry, sir. I do not have footage of me and him together, just wrestling each other. But we do work very well together. Not even a tag team. <laughs> just two guys. <laughs> just two dudes, man, just trying to get in there. My favorite was, I don't know I don't know if it was that guy or another guy. He said him and his brother are a tag team, but they've never teamed before, but they feuded for two and a half years, and he could send matches that they wrestled against each other. 
But not together. Not together. But oh, they're perfect. brothers. Like other teams that kind of were, were really close on the list were like the Hoods, uh, the Minutemen. I know, I know sent some good stuff in. Um, there was some tag team um, from PA, and I don't remember the name offhand, but they had a really good demo video uh, to a Queen song, and they did some okay. kind of money gimmick where they like throw money out. That was actually decent, and I, I don't know if they've ever even done any big indies, but their their demo video was good. But I don't have their name offhand, but I would say like out of like approximately 200 emails, God, probably 20 were decent. I'm, yeah, I mean like like a ton of them were probably just getting like di- disregarded like right right off the rip. You know what I mean? Like so like so many things like the hey like like the one I just read. We got so many of like hey I don't know how to put things on YouTube. Uh, so <laughs> oh, we had so many people go. What do you mean a video? Like we're just supposed to book Steve and Bill, the two tag team guys. Bill and Ted. Oh, I wish it was Bill and Ted. That'd Wild Stallions. <laughs> were there while while John stores for great messages? Because were there tag teams that you sought out that you had in mind and like you wanted in the well, we had a tag we had a tag team actually booked. Yeah. Uh, everybody. A lot of people have requested them. The world's cutest tag team, Joy uh, Ryan and Candice LeRae. Yeah. They were actually one of the first teams booked in the tournament. And then Candice ended up having a family, uh, like a get, uh, like a wedding or something oh, with family. And she couldn't get out. She got double booked and couldn't get out of it because she was actually in the wedding. Um, and Joy Ryan was like... I like that we, we consider her being in a wedding a booking. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but to her, she, she loves weddings, you know, because she's a girl, you know. Sure, yeah. And uh, it was some kind of family thing. But, uh, man, Joey Ryan, I felt bad for the guy because, like, we basically unbooked him because we were going to fly him from California. Right. And he had no other really tag team. Oh. Uh, the Washington Bullets, that was another tag team that sent us a really nice package. That Yeah, and, like, uh, our former commentator, Colette Aaron, loves them. Yeah, yeah, we So, like, there was, like, a lot of guys that were, you know, that were really high on the list. Here's a, here's a good message. Uh, this, this might actually have been my favorite. I heard you were doing a two-day tag gimmick on September 3rd and 4th. Not even close. Not even close. <laughs> November 4th and 5th. <laughs> we currently have it open, if interested. Let me know, and maybe we can work something out. Thanks. Oh, that's No another... footage, no photographs, no resume. Not even a name. No. Not even, like, who they are, wow. their names, nothing. Another thing that I love with these messages is people that go, you have a show November 4th and 5th, should I mark it down? Okay, Confidence. Yeah. Confidence is high right there. You want them. The interest is high, yes. <laughs> um, people, uh, workers, like, you know, there's so many intelligent, like, we uh, we talked the other day about how intelligent PB Smooth was uh, a couple episodes right. ago. Uh, so many workers are intelligent people, some of the most interesting people you meet in your life, and then there's just this group of workers all across the country that are just plain idiots, and we got- That's one way to put it. <laughs> I, well, you're politically correct, but- <laughs> Uh, so anyways, these people said those these guys in- that you really like, they were called the cash masters, cash masters, Sean, oh, Sean McLaughlin like. and she- and Sean Andrews. And I don't know anything about him, but I was impressed by their video. I know what his ring name is Sean Andrews. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sean Andrews and Clay Drasher, the cash masters. You were like super impressed by their, uh, their video. I loved it. And but, you know what? You know what I they, thought? Was- and they were, they were really respectful guys in the email. You know what really I thought was interesting with them is they had a demo video and I remember it. 
because it had Queen in it. In you don't usually see a video put a lot of times to pop. Usually it's like, oh, we got uh, you know Thrasher metal. Yeah. This is our music video. Metallica. Yeah. But it was memorable. I mean, out of a hundred emails or two hundred emails or whatever, I remember that one specifically. So this. Hold was on, a- one more. Oh, oh, one more. oh okay. One more. Bros are R letter R. Bros are down for the tournament. Three YouTube links. Holy email. Okay. Well, we actually did book the biggest bro, uh, Matt Riddle. So we That's solved true. that problem. Matt Riddle. That was quota there. was filled. So there were. Uh, I mean, this is your your shiny moment. There were no old school mid south tag teams. That oh, Chandler Biggins oh, was just yeah. craving oh, to book. That Bunkhouse was... Buck, Colonel Rob Parker, and Jock Sampson were on the list. Jock Sampson was actually booked, but uh, it just didn't work out. Yeah, because, like, you know, once – so it's kind of funny. Like, once we start booking these things, it's, like, all those crazy ideas. Like, when it's just, like, us, it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's awesome. Right. That's awesome. That's awesome. And then, like, we kind of separate, and then I start going, like, you know – I mean, the Bunkhouse Buck stuff and the Colonel Robert Parker stuff was cool for us. I don't know how many people were super going crazy oh, for and it. And we're not saying we're not going to revisit them. Right. But <laughs> but it's like, so it's just like. And we really wanted to make this tournament a fucking banger. Yeah, we wanted it to be like, you know, like on the level of like a DDT4 or something like that. Uh, Chris Candido Cup. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> Z-Bar, wow. Z-Bar book. But, uh, you know, like. Uh, we wanted to well, like think of Chikara Tag World Grand Prix was one of my favorite shows every right. year, and like you know that's just kind of from the era where we we're like you know super kind of marky for like that those formerly years of like independent wrestling with like tournaments and stuff like that. So we're like, man, oh, man, Candido Cup. That's where that's where fucking uh, Homicide killed Drake Younger with a cop killer. What was what was the strong style tag team one called? Oh, I can't remember. They had Double Death where it was. Uh, what was the two ta- tag team death matches? Yeah, Ian was going to book me for that. Me and uh, Christian Faith. But I, <laughs> really? I couldn't get the day off of work. And then they had the one where... Uh, <laughs> it's the only time he was ever going to book me. No, he was going to book you the one time, and then he booked... Uh, what's his name's buddy or whatever. Oh, yeah. But fucking... So, like, we get these, we get these like, ideas. You know what I mean? And it's just like, once we get talking, we're like, yeah, man, Buck House Buck. That'd be sweet. And then, like... Uh, so then I'm just like... Can we just say shout out to Nick Manawa because we just talked to IWA. You'll be happy. Yeah, shout out, shout out, shout out to Uncle Ian. Uh, but uh, you know we we get these fucking crazy ideas. So then, like for every draft, like Colonel Robert Parker, Jack Sampson, and Bunkhouse Buck are on the list. You know what I mean? Because we just think that's like just like an easy night one out tag team. And then right. like so then like it then. Like for a few drafts of it, it got like real crazy. I like I'm trying to track down the Godwins on Facebook and like <laughs> Oh man, I let me tell you about the Godwins. I love the Godwins. The Godwins did a media tour for SummerSlam 90, 1996 in Cleveland. I think that was the first pay per view ever at Gunda Arena or Quicken Loans. It was SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. I was so excited because the Godwins were on TV so much that I became a huge Godwins fan. The first foam finger I've ever bought in my life was in 1996. <laughs> I, I still own it. A Godwin's foam figure. So he pitched me. He goes, what about the Godwin's? I go, fuck yeah. I love the Godwin's. The Godwin's are sweet, dude. But like, I fu- And the Godwin's. Not naked Midian. Not N- N- Midian the chef. The Godwin's. Right. Well, Phineas and... Uh, Henry, Henry. Oh, Godwin. Henry, that's oh. right. Hog and pig. Yeah, that's right. And we could have probably got Hillbilly Jim in the deal. That would have been great. That would have been amazing if you had Hillbilly Jim in the deal. Yeah, so then, 
it's just like you know we're talking to like some people like uh you know like adam lash and joe spot i don't even know how to say it. i like lfc man yeah it's hard to say joe spot so Spo- i don't know spostos oh, sorry joe the pay the paycheck still says lfc uh, and it's just like then it's just like fucking we're trying to get like I'm trying to track down Scott Norton because I want to re I want to fucking uh, reform Vicious and Delicious with Buff Bagwell. So that becomes an idea <laughs> for a while. After the Jalen experience with Buff Bagwell, Buff Bagwell is always on the back burner, ready to go. Yeah, because yeah. who knows? He could be a, like a total fuck up again now. But he was awesome that Jalen weekend. It went great. So like he's always on like the the peripheral. Yeah, the list or whatever of like let's like yeah let's bring Buff back. I mean it's been a couple years, so he keeps getting bumped down, but. Uh, like, I would say he gets pitched every third show. Probably. Yeah. So it's like, oh, yeah, let's get vicious and delicious. So I'm trying to track down Scott Norton. And like, and then people were saying fire and ice so much that we were like, how the fuck do we find ice train? Yeah. So it's like, how do we find it? F- fuck, you know, so like we're, you know, we're getting in all these fucking crazy ideas. Uh, and then like someone's like, oh, man, like you should do uh, you should do New Jack and the Honky Tonk Man as a tag team. So then, like, that was kind of, like, being considered. But then we are just like, oh, we love the Honky Tonk Man, New Jack, I don't know. Uh, that's that's a little dangerous. It's scary. Uh, he had a good run on Facebook Live of talking to me. And, and then, like, my most fucking kind of outlandish idea is I wanted to bring back the Submission Squad. But oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. This was, but the, I, this was you and me combined. But I, like, wanted to repackage them as the Submissive Squad. And Angelus, <laughs> and them and all of other, and then Angelus Lane dressed as a mistress. Like a dominatrix and have them come out with, like, ball g- I mean, this is probably why I'm single, honestly. These fucking, <laughs> these fucking ideas. But, like, this was, like, an idea, and I'm, like, we talk- just, I'm talking with all the parties we were, involved. We were just talking about those ring rentals. This is what happens during the ring rentals, because the show's going on, and it's not our show, so we have no pressure. Right. Me and him are sitting at Mega Championship Wrestling, and we've already booked a whole year of the submissive squad's angles. Yeah, like, <laughs> like this. we just get on this fucking idea, and I'm like, oh, man, this submissive squad thing is going to go like viral. Buy, they're at the sex store buying, like, leather vests and ball gags. And, and then they just, you know, it kind of fucking, you know. They got bumped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One of those things that just fucking winds up on the cutting room floor, dude. Yeah, Pierre Abernathy retires. Yeah, and then, like, we tried to get them, actually, to, re- to replace the Devastation Corporation, but by that time, they just couldn't do it. Uh, so, I'm, I'm trying to think of fucking, you know, those, those were really the... Oh, man. There's probably a hundred that we can't think of offhand, but if you could think of something weird, we probably, at one point, was like, oh, man, let's do it. Yeah, and, you know, we're, ta- we're thinking, like, Memphis tag teams or, like, weird, uh, like... You know, we had Tracy Smothers booked, and then we we're just like, "Oh man, like, what if we got him to do like a tag team that wasn't the FBI?" You know what I mean? Right. Like, I think somebody was pitching the Southern Boys at one point. Yeah. Um, PG thirteen was always on the list. Yeah, Jamie Dundee is always on the list, but brother. <laughs> I I don't know if we could. I don't know if we could go down that road. Like that. That's that's one of those things that's like, man, this is awesome on paper. Uh, but like, fuck, who knows what's gonna happen with PG thirteen. <laughs> Well, we also had uh, on there, as we already talked about, we had crime time. And one of the interesting things in the the day itself, uh, and and this will probably lead into part two of Double Dare. This is probably a good cliffhanger right here. Yeah, this is. (laughs) Yeah. So that movie is always on cable, by the way. Crime time had, had their match. But then 
Earlier in the day, John Thorne had already tweeted out that somebody was arrested. They were not well, going to what make time, What time did the supposed person call you, like 5 a.m.? When I was up all night editing the uh, first, my first kind of uh, production of this podcast, when I took it over, I decided, since I'm off work the next day for Double Dare, that I was going to edit it on that Thursday night. Another reason why my girlfriend at the time fucking hated me because I was pulling my hair out trying to figure out how to do this. So I thought it was going to (laughs) take, I don't know, a half hour. And I'm like six hours in and like, you know, I, I, which, you know, by the way, how he learns how to do this and how I've learned how to do a lot of things or how to videos. If you go through the ad, right. What's up? YouTube. A YouTube how-to videos. If you go through, me and Thorne use the AIW account like as our own YouTube. If you go through the watch history, all it is is weird wrestling footage, how-to <laughs> videos, and vlogs I watch. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, so I'm fucking up all night. Like, literally, like, nothing has frustrated me more because I'm using this, like, software program i don't know how to use and like it's fuck i don't understand it so like i'm up all night like my girlfriend's waking and, like up. at first the files didn't work or something yeah, and, and like and, i like, couldn't figure out how to do any of this shit my girlfriend's waking up at like three o'clock in the morning like uh i thought we were gonna hang out like are you ever gonna come to bed like you know like <laughs> i'm a podcaster now honey <laughs> yeah. and I'm just, like i'm trying to figure out this podcast you know so literally i give up on it I fucking lay on the couch. I put on Passenger Fifty Seven. Oh, the movie <laughs> Snipes. This is how Wesley I decide. I'm gonna, this best. is how I'm gonna unwind of this podcast disaster because I think that we've just purchased all this stuff and I'm not gonna be able to fucking figure it out. Five a.m. I'm fucking doing Passenger Fifty Seven, trying to fucking relax. My phone rings and I go, "What? Who the fuck is gonna call me at five a.m.?" And Colin it, Delaney. It was not Colin Delaney. Oh man, it it, it was. Somebody that's going to be saved for next week. That's right. So to to lead into this, uh, I will say one thing about it. There was an audience member who shouted out when Brian Carson and Dr. Dan were in the ring, and they said, not who you thought we were, were you? And everybody said, no, we know, because Devastation Corporation got arrested. Well, find out if it was, in fact, them or somebody else, as John Thorne pointed out. On our next episode, episode two for Double Dare. Two-night show. It's going to get two episodes. We'll talk to you then. Thanks.